We're going to start off this show by getting a little historical perspective on not only Wayno and Yachty, but Albert Pujols and Aaron Judge and some of the other things going on in baseball. Our friend Tim Kirkjian of ESPN joins us to start off the show. Tim, good morning. How are you doing? I'm well, fellas. How's it going? Everything is unbelievable in St. Louis. The storylines around this team are endless, and one of the storylines that we've known is, well, we we hoped was going to happen all year, is going to see its fruition tonight with, to me, one of the most incredible records in baseball, 325 starts between Wayno and Yachty together. Yeah, it's remarkable. The previous record was Mickey Lolich and Bill Freehand. And the interesting thing to me about all this is <clears throat> Freehan and Lolich played in an era basically before free agency where the same players were on the same teams like all the time. Now with all these players moving from team to team to have a catcher and a pitcher on the same team for this amount of time, that's the remarkable part to me, and it's just a real tribute <clears throat> to both of them that not only would they stay together on the same team, they would be this good this far into their careers. It's a hard game to play. It is a young man's game, and to have two guys in their 40s or close to it, it's a remarkable in that battery, one of the great batteries certainly of all time. Hey, Tim, that's what we've been talking about all week, just the longevity. I was wondering, do you have any other uh, obscure uh, stats or or, or in, incredible records that in, in that in that mold that could never be broken again by, by players due to the longevity of their careers? Well, there, there are so many longevity career baseball things. I mean, Cy Young won 511 games. That's not happening. <laughs> Cal, Rip, Cal Ripken played in 2,700 straight games. That's never happening. Nolan Ryan struck out 5,714 batters. That's never happening ever again. And that's why when something like this does happen, you just slap your forehead because you would have thought that, you know, Warren Spahn and Del Crandall, there's no way anyone could, could start more games than that battery or freehand and Lolich, and yet it happens. So just when you think it'll never happen, crazy things happen. Tim Kirkjian of ESPN with us on 101 ESPN. And Tim Derek Gould has a an unbelievable stat. Since Yachty came up in 2004, and so this encompasses both of their careers, since 2004, the Cardinals have played 24 games that they didn't have a chance to make the playoffs. Since 2004, we're in 2022 now, Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright have, have participated in 24 games where they didn't have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's remarkable. I love stuff like that. <clears throat> I think Derek, I'll be close on this, but Derek Jeter, during his tenure with the Yankees, the Yankees could not make the playoffs. Derek Jeter played in his Yankee career. So this isn't quite Derek Jeter-esque, but it's still a remarkable number. And just another reminder to all Cardinal fans how good this team has been for such a long period of time. And I know you count success by how many pennants and championships you win, but when you have a competitive team every year that's in every race, that's really something to be proud of. And not many teams and players can say what Yadier and that group has done together. Tim, speaking of the Yankees, what have you made of Aaron Judge's season and, and what he's done uh, betting on himself and, and what it looks like for him going forward? 
Yeah, it's been amazing what he's done. He's now going to have a three in front of that contract number <laughs> instead of a two. If his next homer, he will tie Jimmy Fox and Hank Greenberg for the most home runs by a right-handed hitter in the history of the American League. When he gets to 62, and I think he'll get to 62, he's going to have the most homers by any player in the history of the American League. And he's now got a real shot to win the Triple Crown. Wouldn't that be amazing if Paul Goldschmidt and Aaron Judge won the Triple Crown in the same season? And Judge just finished the stretch, fellas, where he reached base at least three times in seven straight games. Think about that for a second. Babe Ruth did that in eight straight, Lou Gehrig in nine straight. They're the only Yankees to do that more. The point is, he's not just some big guy who hits home runs. He steals bases. He plays center field. He hits leadoff. He's hitting over 300. He's amazing. And he's got 20 more homers than any player in the major leagues this year. The last time any day in the major leagues ended with someone with 20 more homers than the next was the last day of the 1928 season when Babe Ruth had 23 more homers than the next guy, Hack Wilson. Incredible. Uh, Amazing. And you talked about how lucky we are as Cardinal fans, Tim, but as baseball fans, the fact that Aaron Judge can have this year that he's having and that we can have a debate about who the MVP of the American League is Man, that says a lot about where baseball is right now, that we, we have this incredible player and talent in Shohei Otani along with Aaron Judge. Yes, and anyone who votes for Otani will get no argument from me. There's We've never seen anybody like this guy. Even Well, Babe Ruth never had the opportunity to be quite like this guy. But I think Aaron Judge is the MVP. I... I'm an old-school guy. I'm 65 years old, and I've been voting for these awards for for 40 years. And I'm telling you that it's become a player of the year vote now instead of the most valuable player. And I still give extra credit points if you take your team into the playoffs. And clearly, Aaron Judge has been the best all-round, everyday player, not including Otani, and he's taking his team to the playoffs. So I think he will and he should win the MVP, but you're right. There's going to be an argument about this, which is incredible given the season that Judge has had. ESPN's Tim Kirkchen with us on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Tim, obviously we would be remiss here in St. Louis if we didn't talk about Albert Pujols closing in on 700 home runs. Yeah, again, another tremendous story in Major League Baseball. Only Barry Bonds had more home runs at age 42 than Albert has had, but no one has ever hit 14 home runs after July the 1st in a season of at age 42, and that's what Albert has done. I did not see this coming. I don't know anyone who saw this coming. I thought this would be a farewell tour where he got like a rocking chair when he went to a ballpark for the last time. Instead, he's going in and tearing tearing it up. It's an amazing story, and I think the only way for this to finish is for him to finish at exactly 700 home runs. That's how baseball operates. It's the most beautiful sport in the world for things like that. 699 will be great. He's already been past Alex Rodriguez. That was critical. 
700, though, is a beautiful number, and my guess is, and my hope is, he finishes at 700 exactly. Tim, this summer you were you were honored by Baseball Hall of Fame and 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 given a career excellent award excellence award. How has life changed for you uh, since this summer happened? Uh, well, I threw out the first ball last night at a major league game. Uh, let's just say that's never happened before, okay. and that will <laughs> never happen again. Uh, it's it's been a life changing experience for me, and it's been unbelievable. But uh, just one quick story. The day of the real induction this year, when the players go in, not the writer go, writers go in, I was on a bus going to the induction, and it was me and, like, all the Hall of Famers. Like, who doesn't belong on this bus? <laughs> so there's a seat open next to me, and this regal, elegant-looking gentleman comes to my next to me and says, can I sit next to you? And it was Sandy Koufax. Oh, wow. So there I am, sitting next to Sandy Koufax, who I've met before, of course. I've interviewed before, of course. But it's still, Sandy Koufax sits down next to you. I got to talk to him for 15 minutes as we rode over to the induction. It doesn't get much better than that for a dopey little baseball guy who's loved the game his whole life. No, and regal and elegant are such great depictions and descriptions of Sandy Koufax because that's exactly what he is. That must have been so much fun. Hey, Tim, a a couple more things. I want to swing back to Albert for a minute. I'll give you Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Albert. Who else is in that photo of the best right-handed hitters of all time? Well, for me, and again, this is just my list, fellas. This isn't the correct list. This isn't the right list. You ask, I'm going to answer the Mm -hmm. question, and you guys come up with your own list, okay? This is how it should work. I would go Rogers Hornsby first. He had 358 lifetime and hit over 400 for a five-year period. I've got Jimmy Fox second. Just go look at the career average with the home runs. I've got Willie Mays third. I've got Hank Aaron fourth. And I've got Albert Pujols fifth. When you're fifth, and whoever says, how could you put him fifth? When you're fifth on a list with Hornsby, Fox, Mays, and Aaron, (laughs) that's as good a company as anyone could keep. That's where I think Albert stands as fifth on that list. I think he's the second greatest first baseman of all time. There's so much to love about Albert Pujols, but nothing more than what he's doing right now. And finally, he has carried a team since the All-Star break to the best record in Major League Baseball. Granted, the Cardinals have been playing a a pretty easy schedule. Do you give the Cardinals a fighting chance once the postseason begins? I do. I think the way they've played since the All-Star break and since the trade deadline has been remarkable. I think they are a very dangerous team in October. The only warning, and everyone understands this, is the Dodgers are 50 games over 500 and have outscored their opponents by 320 runs. The Mets, with Grom and Scherzer healthy, are an absolute nightmare, especially with that guy at the end of the game. The Braves are a better team than they were at this time last year when they won the World Series. So that's who the Cardinals are up against. But again, if Jack Flaherty is back, we're not sure he is, but when he comes back to complete form, if that happens in October and the rest of the things go right, I think the Cardinals are good enough to not only get to but win the World Series. My guess is that's not going to happen, but do they have a chance? 
Absolutely. Tim Kirkchen, whenever historical and special and magical things are happening in St. Louis, you're the first person I want to get on the show, and we appreciate you taking the time this morning very much. All right. Thanks, fellas. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim. See ya. That is Tim Kirkchen, ESPN. He is as good as it gets in regards to describing the history of the game.